welcome to episode 53 of TerraVision Horror Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dan McGuinness, and joining me on the Midnight Meat Train is my co-host, Jennifer the Dream Warrior Strand. Every week we take one horror movie and we cut it to pieces with our internet dagger sharpened words. <laughs> Together we are two people with a love of horror and feel the burn of our obsolete blockbuster slash movie land slash focus video slash easy DVD. <laughs> Memberships. They didn't, have mem- they didn't have memberships, did they? No, not at, at Video Easy they did, not Easy DVD. Mm. Um, I just like to thank all of our listeners who support us over on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and the YouTube. We love you. And we love to shout out to the people that interact with us and help us out and grow. People such as Mark of the Damned, Ambivalent Hoax, um, Selena Oran, Sarah Sullivan, David Kudrov or Dave Kudrov, Adam Gillespie, Dion Cracknell, Bryn Phillips, and all of our turkey mothers. Mothers. Who don't actually listen to our podcast but seem to like everything we do. That's right. Oh, mums. Like my, my dad doesn't do it. No. Nah. No. Anyhow, moving on, straight on to our fun facts this week. Me and you have just been doing the same thing every week. I've just been power fucking... <laughs> Resident Evil Village for the whole week. Yeah, I've been. It's mine's been more of a slow, gentle fuck. Oh, okay. But yeah, a bit of romance. Yeah, a little bit of romance, a little bit of a nice steak dinner. Bought a chopper chop. Oh, yeah, and a curly whirly. <laughs> chopper chop that had the free sticky hand in it. Um, yep. Winning, and uh, yeah, um, we both finished Resident Evil Village this week. We're not going to spoil it or anything, but no. that's just kind of just what we wanted to talk about. Did you like it, Jen? I loved it. I thought it was great. I don't play it like I say before. I don't play a lot of video games, so there's maybe one game a year that I will play and really get into, and I feel that this was that game for this year. Mm. I um, really, really, really enjoyed it. I feel feel like that 7 and 8 are one game. Mm-hmm. Like it's just part one, part two kind of thing. It's a real like... So my advice, they do give you a, uh, a good old, you know, previously in Resident Evil mm-hmm. at the start. But my advice is to go back and play the first one first because, number one, it's not very long. It's only like 10 hours or something like that. Yep. Um, and also it's free on Xbox Game Pass and it's also free on PlayStation Plus, if you've mm. got it, they've got the, the, the PlayStation Hits, it's called. Mm. Um, and it is one of the best games. Like, Seven is one of the best games. Yeah. I got like, mad at stop. it and just stopped playing. So, yeah, well, I definitely well, should go back stopped, to it. First got it. I had it for years and didn't play it. Mm. I, um, I got too scared. I remember doing the VR one at your house um, yeah. where you're sitting in the chair. And I remember watching a few other people doing that and I, shitting their pants. And I, remember, I think Bryn did it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Bryn shit his pants at Resident <laughs> Evil 7 VR. Can you play the new one in VR? I don't know. Oh, no, you can't because you, yeah, you would be able to, I reckon. It probably does have it in I'm there sure somewhere. I'm sure there's a VR compatibility somewhere. Anyhow. Um, thumbs up from us. Yep. The old uh, Resident Evil Village. So, but get on to seven. You haven't played, you're going to go back and play I'll seven. I'll go back and play seven. Yeah. It's actually quite vital to the story. <laughs> yeah. It clearly <laughs> is. Part. Yeah. Anyhow, let's move on to our spoiler cast. Yes. Every week, Jennifer and I set us as a horror movie to watch. And then we go through it, scene by scene, and spoil the fuck out of it for you, me, and everyone else. It's a deep dive into its glorious gore, hard edits, cheesy acting, directing madness, severed wings, and compound fictures. Uh, we have a rating system. Okay, so for those of you playing at home, our rating system goes a little something like this. Starting we- from, is this the the, wor- the best to worst? 
Uh, no, I think this is a mishmash. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kind of best of worst. It's kind of, yeah. Uh, so we've got the A for awesome. Everybody should watch. B is our beer and chicken wing group movie. F is for fun and dumb. C is a classic that's worth a watch. U is underrated. We've got G, good for its time, but it's not held up. J for the Gen special. D for the Dan special. We've got a W, whatever. Pfft. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I love making it. Pfft. Uh, we've got the Kesha, which is a low-budget hot mess. Uh, we've got the C minus. Craft is stellar, but I hate the content. And then the cream of the crap, the McConaughey. The fucking fucked. We watched it, so you don't have to. Oh, yes. And this week, we watched So You Don't Have To is definitely <laughs> Cabin Fever from 2002. Yes. What are its vital statistics? Right. So directed by Eli Roth, uh, who we know did Hostel, and this is his directorial debut. I've never seen Hostel. It's not really anything. It's not a U film. It's certainly not a U film. Yeah. Uh, screenplay also by Eli Roth. It stars Ryder Strong, who most people would know from that TV show Boy Meets World. I- uh, how is his name? Ryder Strong. Ryder. Yeah, right. He didn't look like he did that in the film. Uh, Jordan Ladd, who is in Death Proof. She's a Shanna Banana. Uh, Serena Vincent, who most people would know her as the naked girl from Not Another Teen Movie. Uh, Joey Kern and several cast members uh, from Detroit Rock City. Nice. Which I haven't seen. Ah, you should t- totally check out Detroit Rocks. I fucking love that film. What is it about? So it's basically about this group of kids. They're in a band and they're like really into Kiss, set in the 70s. And they're massively into Kiss. They get tickets to go to this Kiss concert. But all these things happen. It's about them just getting to the concert. I don't know. Because the cover's like Animal House. It's like one of those drawn yeah. covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've always been attracted to it, but I didn't know what it was. Oh, I 100% like check it out. Right. It's really good. Uh, this movie had a budget of $1.5 million and its box office, surprisingly enough, $30.6 million. I slow blinked at that. Could... You did. Oh, and man. this film is technically considered a success. What do you mean technically? That's like 30 times what it cost. Yeah. Okay. It's... So I'm going to use financially this movie's a success. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's where the technicality lies. So, uh, terror. In the flesh. Catch it. Uh, a group of five college graduates rent a cabin in the woods and begin to fall victim to a horrifying flesh-eating virus which attracts the unwanted attention of the homicidal locals. Yeah. Pretty much it. Done. Sorted. Sorted. All right. <laughs> All right it starts. Yeah. We've got this title sequence. Um Sounds of flies buzzing. I think this is the best part of the whole film. This is, this is very good. So it starts out this nice sort of white background, like one or two fly, that kind of annoying one fly buzzing in your itch. <laughs> but, and, um, and then we get the, uh, you know, the credits of who's in the film. It's coming up, yeah. down. Listen, is there like a bit of sound or something? Yeah, like that? There's yeah. Like a, it's like it starts to be, start feeling a little bit uneasy. Um, as this is happening and as this sequence goes on, because it goes on for quite a while, uh, the white becomes dirty and then sort of bloody. And this is like it, a it kind nice of gets, little I, touch. I always thought it like kind of gets water, waterlogged and mouldy and then yeah. eventually goes into rotten, fleshy. Yeah. and the Which that, is probably just bl- blotting paper and they've oh, just got yeah. it. Yeah. And the sound of the, that one fly now becomes like a swarm of flies just yeah, sort of fine. buzzing around. It's horrible. Um, but, yeah, of course, it's uh, got that sort of sound to it as well, so it becomes very uneasy. Yeah, it's got one of those those, back, those soundscapes. Of yeah. And then it comes up with the title Cabin Fever. Shabin Fever. And it's so 2000. Chablis Fever. I wish it was Chablis Fever <laughs> and it was just all about wine regions. <laughs> 
We could make that film, yeah. It'd be boring. Um, <laughs> we open up to shots of wilderness, you yeah. know. What, what, what's part like of America? Sunrise, trees, nature. Yeah, like, uh, pine, pine nature, you know, yeah. that kind of A like. forest. It kind of looks like Canada. Yeah. Yeah, if you get that kind of vibe, like, you know, uh, not rural, what is it? Yeah, Outback Canada or whatever with the big pines and mm, stuff like that. Very pretty. Kind of place that a whole bunch of teens would go to a cabin. Yeah. In. For a weekend. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, we um, see a person walking. Yep. They're a bit disheveled. They look like a bit of a... Uh, I named this character the Trapper because mm. instantly he's carrying a dead rabbit. So he looks like, you know, he's a dude who's like trapping animals and like for some fucking reason. Yeah. Um, so he's Trapper from then on in the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, so he walks past a dog which uh, is... Asleep. Asleep. Which is clearly dead. It is very clearly dead. And, uh, they didn't even try and make it look like it was asleep. Like to no. do like a... a no. Ooh. Because uh, he walked past him and went, oh, man, he's, dog- uh, he's killing dogs. Yeah. That, did you think that straight away? I, I kind of thought, oh, his dog's dead. That's, no, I, I thought because he's sad. holding a dead rabbit. And then it walks up and he goes past a dead dog. And I went, yeah. oh, man, he kills dogs as well? He's yeah, like, got, he's got no morals in who he kills. <laughs> no one kills dogs. But no, he's, he's like, hey, boy. Yeah, so he tries to entice it with the rabbit, but the dog does not move. Because it's dead. And it takes him far too long to realise that his dog is dead. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, hey, buddy, hey, 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 hey. Yeah, because dogs are sit dog, up straight away. Dog, dog, dog. No. Anyhow, he lifts the leg, the front leg of the dog up, and it kind of the dog splits open, as yep. in it's like kind of just soft and mushy on the inside, and it spurts a big old geyser of blood, dog blood. Yeah. Because everyone knows dog blood is the most potent of all the bloods. Yes. Um, into his face. <laughs> um, and that was good. Yeah. And I thought, yeah, cool, whatever. It's a nice opening. Don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> we cut to Woo Girl. Hanging out the side of a best Woo! friend's ride. Woo! No more fucking finals! What was that? No more finals? Yeah, she's oh. like, no more fucking finals. Did she say that? She did say that. So, yeah, we got a Jeep full of teens. Yeah. Of the main characters, the cannon fodder. Some college kids. We have, so I've written here, we have two couples and a single guy. From now on, I've just called that guy single guy. <laughs> Sure. Um, I have a whole bunch of names for all of these people. Uh, yep. I haven't called anyone by their real name because it doesn't fucking matter. I have some names and... Well, you were we adopting mine. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> um, is funny. Anyway, the, the, the fucking... The Brains Trust comes to like a, a rural like... Uh, I wrote gas station here, but it's more like a general store. Yeah. They, they drive up and it's getting... Um, what was that one we watched where they accidentally killed the kid of the general store? Oh, um, uh, Pumpkinhead. Yep. It reminded me heaps of Pumpkinhead. When there like, is they a ca- lot of, oh, this was from this film and this but was from this But not enough film. of a yeah. reference. Like, yeah. So they rock up to this uh, rural kind of fucking uh, general store. There's a little blonde, uh, which I found out later, boy. It's, I thought it was a girl. It is a boy. He's, just, he's in he's a week? Very, no. I think that's his real hair. So he's got very long blonde hair. But with a Prince Valiant haircut. But it's like he's got a fringe. Like yeah, a Prince bowl Valiant. cut fringe. Yeah, like yeah. a yeah. B- uh, Prince Valiant bangs. Yeah, and he's just like he's just hanging out the front. He's sitting on one of those like uh, love seats yeah, like, yeah. under the porch. Like, you know, sitting there. He's just minding his own freaking business, just and, sitting there and. Uh, and then single guy? Yep, who Sing- is Ryder Strong, but yep, single guy. Is that Ryder Strong? That's Ryder Strong. So single- I just referred to him as Ryder throughout the film. Yeah, oh, I call him single guy because yep. he's the only one that's not in a couple. And if we, uh, we're going to quickly explain him. He is like, 
he is the fuckhead in the group, kind of. He's the guy that's like, you know, he doesn't... Uh, well, what's a good example of who's he like? I... My example's not very pleasant. Oh, go. He's the nice guy, and I say that with quotation marks, but he's that guy that kind of finds the girl passed out and date rapes her, and then they're like, oh, but he had su- he was such a promising guy. Yeah, he's supposed to be like the comedy character. He just says, like, what's on his mind, and he, he's irresponsible, and, like, he's the life of the party. He's the guy that smashes a can on his head. I think you are thinking of the wrong guy. <laughs> Wait, which one is it? Are you, we're talking about Ryder. So he's the one that sits next to the kid. Oh, wait up. So you're oh, thinking, so it's you're, not single guy. No, you're thinking about Bert. Bert with the green hat. Yeah. He's single Oh, that's guy. not him. Yeah, no. Fucking so, hell. What a terrible podcast straight away. <laughs> I got my character's name. So no, Ryder, he's like, he's the guy that's pining over the blonde girl. Oh, I called him uh, Drink of Water. <laughs> yeah, okay. So Drink of Water. He's like the most boring cunt he in the really world. He really is. So, yeah, drink of water, sits down, and this little kid jumps up. Like, doesn't look, you know, he doesn't look at him, and he just, the little kid, um, which is, I will use his name. His name is Dennis. His name is Dennis. He yes. just got, bites him. Mm, he yeah, bites he, him on the hand. Yeah, and it's so weird because the guy just sits down next to this kid, and he's like, put it there, sport. And he's like, yeah, I know. Well, it was what's like the really matter? F- Cat got your tongue? I would have fucking bitten the, the guy too. It, it, yeah, like, just uh, some dude comes up and starts talking to your kid. That's right. Don't talk to strange children. Uh, um, anyhow, the, the guy, um, the, the kid's dad comes out. He's like, he owns the general store with yeah. his father, I he's think like, it is. He comes out. He's like, God damn it, Dennis. No, no, let him go. And he's like rip, like pulling his hair back like he's a dog so that he'd let go. Um, and he's, he's like, got a bat. No one sits next to Dennis. Yeah, he, he's like, everybody knows not to sit next to Dennis. Mungo will give you tetanus. He goes, yeah, well, maybe you should have a sign or something <laughs> up. make a sign. Anyhow, that scene is there. And for no fucking reason. <laughs> Uh, so Ryder goes off uh, round back. I think that scene was to instill that they're yokel crazies, but to me it was just out of place because the kid didn't look dirty. He didn't look no. like a yo- he didn't look like the yokel kids in pumpkin hair. Remember how yokel they looked? Yeah, they were very yokel. But I don't feel that these people are like this they, they homicidal look- rednecks that they've no, made out to be in the synopsis. They look like normal people just- dressed up. Yeah, so they they live in a small... Just because you live in a small town, and I say that as I refer to them as rednecks throughout the whole film, just because you live in a small town doesn't make you rednecks. Yeah, it's true. Uh, or it, homicidal. Yeah, or this film was already reeking, like, trying too fucking hard to me. Like, mm-hmm. and not putting in the... Not putting in the, the work to, like... Yeah, to create these like this redneck town. They've just dressed up a couple of normal people into what they think would be a redneck vibe and then just done a couple of like, no, what are you doing? Lines. And it's yeah. like, but the shop is like beautifully, uh, you know, maintained and shit. And it's, a, and it's a, an adorable looking general well, store. It is. So like, it's, a, it's a general store, antique store, and you can get your country hams from there. They were all the signs that were yeah, on Yeah, they the, were all like really yeah. civilized, nice retirement vibe things. And I'm like, that didn't didn't scream crazy. Crazy is like the cobwebs and the dusty dude. I thought that was going to be the doomsayer mm. scene where they're going to go, don't go up to the cabin. Well, that's what you think it is going to be and it, it's not. Yeah, um, maybe. So, yeah, so Ryder goes round back to rinse his hand off. Uh, while, Drink of water, yeah. Yep. While we are in this lovely general store and uh, Jeff, who is the blonde one who has the most punchable face I've ever seen, um, and they, you I know, called him Eurovision. Eurovision, yeah, that's He fair. looks like a Sven. He looks like a European, like, yeah. Eurovision contestant. He's blonde, tall, chiseled, yeah. um, full of himself. But if you look very, at him now, very he's got no hair. Oh, really? He's like, oh, yeah, that re- that hairline. Just went all receding. the way, all the way back. Yeah. 
So he starts like obnoxiously sort of making comments to the owner also, of this yeah, guy about lawsuits. We should also w- mention that like while this while drink of water goes down to wash his hands in the creek, just two random dogs come out of nowhere for no yeah. reason. Yeah, some adorable dogs come around for pats, and I'm like, maybe that's, that's pancakes. That would be the best day of the week for me. Just yeah, but like there's no relevance to it. It never ever no. comes up again. No. Why was that scene even in it? Because there's a dog later on. Because they were running short? I don't know. Probably. <laughs> really? They could have run a little bit shorter, I thought. Um, anyway, we cut back to the shop and, yeah, we have, like, fucking Eurovision kind of, like, dropping hints that that could be a lawsuit because he's, like, he's clearly a law student, you know, when law students get on their fucking high horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. straight away, there's not very many likable characters in this film. In fact, there are none. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So they're they're talking to a Santa Claus looking kind of guy. He's he's big. He's he has he's a, that Beverly Les, Leslie from Will and Grace kind of uh, speech about him as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's like an old white bearded jolly he's general store I man. Liked him. Um, and for they a they, they fully go really hard to try and make him this likable guy. He's telling them boring stories about back in the day, some lady came and bought this bottle off me, and they're like, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> she had the palsy. Yeah, and he drops a couple of that. And then, like, but then the the most failure in this film. Yep. He drops the N-word. He does drop the N-word. Because they in ask him, they're like, what's that rifle for? And he, he, he says, goes, oh, that's it's, for it's the for, N-words. For the N-words. And um, I'm like, <sighs> everybody is, just... that, is that your best uh, uh, way of making the show that they're rednecks? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, and I, oh, I was like, okay, I get it, I get it. I mean, you know, DiCaprio said it in Dank Django Unchained because it was part of the character. Mm-hmm. But then fucking Eurovision goes out and then he drops it yeah. in the way of saying, did he just say, and he yeah. says it. And I'm like, but you've just said it now yeah, you, and you're the whitest white kid. Oh, yeah, he's 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 so white, he's almost clear. Um, <laughs> but the woo girl basically, she's like, you can't say that. You just need to say the N-word. Did like, she say that? Yeah, she like told him off for it. But they still put it in the film. Yeah, I know. And it's, it's just like whatever. So this is the first start of like my hate of this film. I was just like, <laughs> as soon as that was, like that scene was happening, at first I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. But yeah, and I'm like, oh, cool. And then it just keeps going with the like, in yeah. my opinion, opinion, the stuff like um, I, it's in this film. Back in the day when it came out, it would have been like, look at me being edgy. But this is the prime example of why I'm so glad I didn't grow up with social media as a kid. Yeah. Eli Roth has created basically, he's done something that like that now is like something you'd never want to look back on and seeing. And it's just like, so there's drops here of like, there's gay bashing in this. Yep. There's like, um, there's like disabled bashing in this. There's. I, I suppose that's called, is that called like black bashing? I guess. Yeah, like all in this as jokes. Yeah. And, like, and I'm like, <sighs> It is, this film, I did make note that this is very, it, it's how like a, far we have come in 20 years. Yeah, and like this was him trying to like break out of like, look, look, we can be like edgy in that and we can make fun of this stuff. But like we but quickly it, learned, it was only a very small window when they did this. It, it yeah. happened in Idle Hands, there's a yeah. bit of it. Uh, which is like so because even then, so, like that that kind of stuff was just. I mean, the N word definitely still not okay. But back then, you know, this is two thousand two. It was still okay to call someone, you know, gay, gay or yeah, yeah. And like that, that was kind of funny. It's like, look, we're accepting it by using the word. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're so gay. Like, yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, ah, oh. and it just it just screams me. It grates me. It's like, ah, oh, the words is like pulling my knuckles over a cheese grater when I hear it. It's like, and it's just so unnecessary. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, if you, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. As a kid, as a teenager boy, I, I used to employ all that kind of talking. And I understand. Oh, but that's what I'm saying. This is like having to look back at yeah. your, old prof- uh, your, your, your old profile of, of the, the post you were doing as yeah. a kid when you thought you knew everything. Well, that's right. And that's what this film is. You look back on it and you're kind of reminded of, well, that's how we used to talk and interact with each other. And it really wasn't yep. okay. But look, we've learned from that. We're slightly better people. Anyhow. Um, single guy, backwards hat, the guy I was explaining before. Bert, yes. Bert, single guy, backwards hat, uh, cool guy at the party, misogynistic, but he's supposed to be funny because he's misogynistic. You know that guy? He's going to beat his wife. One day. Yeah. If, yeah, when, when he coerces her into an, uh, a, uh, a relationship. Yeah, well, when he impregnates her and forcibly marries her. Yep. Impregnates her through rape. Yep. Um, anyhow, <laughs> poor guy. Uh, he got, you know, the guy comes, uh, uh, Dennis's dad comes out and says, what does he say? He's like, He's stop like, right there. Any reason why you felt you had to steal that Snickers? Yeah. And so. And they're just looking at him. He pulls out a Snickers bar from his pocket and he's like, yeah, sorry about that. Yeah. So why? Why is this in there? Why is this necessary to this film? It's to show that he's wacky and steals from poor people. Sure. <laughs> right. So they all pile back in the truck and they are. Off on the beaten track. They're off oh, they've got they've the got all their supplies. Yeah. They bought like so they bought they spent it's a like couple a of hundred weeks. bucks there. Yeah. Well, no, they spent fifty six dollars even. Are that what I said? Yeah, fifty six mm. even. Thanks. Oh. Yep. Um. Yeah. They load in. They drive off. Yeah. <laughs> so they're they're off the beaten track. They're kind of driving through this like weird field. Uh, they're kind of lost, but also kind of not really. We've got voiceovers um, like they put in afterwards of like, them oh, just chatting. Like you're meant to like check the maps. Like this is a map for Cincinnati. Yeah. Okay. And they're like, let's not go this way. We'll go this way. Um. Anyway, they, they arrive at the cabin. And I'm gonna say this is a. Beautiful looking cabin. This is a perfect horror movie cabin. Yeah. And I think one of the reasons I didn't like this film the first time around is they had this basically the Evil Dead cabin. Yeah. This amazing it's the cabin. Evil Dead cabin in the woods. Yeah, yeah. But like they, it's never, ever, ever used in the film as a horror cabin. Mm. There's, it's not even in it. It's no point. The whole fucking cover of the film's got the cabin on it. It's called Cabin Fever. It's got nothing to do with the cabin. And I think that's why I was like so great about my. Uh, it should be toolshed fever. It should just be called like watch people get sick and then nothing <laughs> happens when they die. It should just be called like oh, let's visit a burn ward. Let's visit. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing horror about this. There's yeah. nothing supernatural in this whole film. No, no, no. Anyhow. So they they unload all their crap into the cabin and they start. <laughs> Jeff cunts. Jeff immediately uh, pulls Woo Girl into the room and just starts like jumping her. Um, so Woo Girl, I called her brown, brown haired, brown haired girl because that was her only trait that she had, and she showed her boobs. I honestly don't actually remember her name. Most of them I remember their names. The brown haired girl and Eurovision are a couple. Drink of water and Blondie are a couple, and then there's single guy. Yeah, well, they want to be. He wants. Yeah, we'll get into that. He wants to be a couple. He's a scumbag. I hate him. Anyway. Young Ryder bursts in on them, um, go pretty much almost about to go at it, and he's like, "Oh, we're just going for a swim." And he's like, mm, yeah, you have fun with that because, you know, why would you go for a swim when you could be having sex? Anyway. Yeah, why are they having sex in the daytime? They, they, they were there for like 10 seconds. Yeah. And all their friends are like a thin veneer of wood in the next room and they just want to have sex in the middle of the day. And I'm like, what yeah. are you doing? You're not even drunk. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when, like, you, when the moment takes you, you got to go with it. Oh, it's just like, it was just such a ham-fisted scene. Of like, look at the teens that need to have sex. And yeah. I'm like, 
It's not even like a fr- like just doesn't work out. Anyhow, mm-hmm. and then um, we see single guy. He's yeah. looking in the window with binoculars because he's wacky. He's like in the window looking at them, going like, "Look at my joke." If this was made now, he'd be filming it on his smartphone. He'd be uploading it. He'd be like doing a Twitch stream live. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Anyhow, Blondie and the glass of water. They yeah, they they go off to the lake for a swim. Yep, and Bert is outside drinking beer holding a BB gun, and he's going off to shoot some squirrels because they're gay. Yeah. And like, Why are you shooting squirrels? Because squirrels are gay. And I'm like, Ugh. And then she retorts with, don't be a retard. And I'm like, yeah. oh, my God. Like, like, is this right. the dialogue? This is the dialogue. Not and he's funny. Like, oh, no. It's just like, I don't care if the squirrels are gay or not. I'm just going to shoot them anyway. They can be gay or straight. And I'm like, oh, my God, is this the humor we've got now? Yeah, like, this is the humor we've got. Very different to, yeah. It's yeah, and then so he different. goes, don't worry, it's just a B- it's just a BB gun. Of course, it fires and it's a real gun. I'm like, oh, my God, how do you not know you've picked up a real gun? You know, have you ever had? Yes. They're, they're like, it's, it's like a, oh, my God. BB guns are light and easy to. And number one, yeah. where was that gun? Yeah, where did he? Does the, does, did do, he bring it with him? Do you hire? Was a, it in the cabin? Do you hire a cabin these days on, uh, on you know, TripAdvisor or whatever and it comes with a gun? It might in the redneck. I'm sure in a cabin in the wilderness like that, it probably would, especially in America. America. Anyway. Anyway, anyway, he's got a gun. So drink of water and Blondie, Blondie, whose name is Karen, they're heading down to the lake and he's having that, you know, how long have we known each other spiel? And she's kind of like, she's changing the subject. So they're not together. They are not together, but he, they've clearly known each other for years and years. Childhood friends. He's had a thing for her from day one. And he basically, now that she's a mature young woman, he definitely wants to get his dick wet. Why not? Um, So she changed the subject. She starts taking photos of him and then he starts kind of bringing it up again. And then she's like, oh, race to the raft. She just wants to get out of this conversation. Um, they head off. Cut back to Bert. He's he's nature man with this weird montage. So Bert's off in the in the wilderness drinking beers. Uh, Jeff and the woo yeah, girl him, are like, like hard sh- fucking. It's got him like shooting at stuff and then yeah, pissing and then he's in the pissing wood. in the winds uh, and all while. Jeff and Wu Gala having yeah, it's a weird montage of just watching sure. two people have sex to guy to a guy pissing, and I'm like, oh, great montage, good one, Eli. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so then we cut to the raft. So Ryder and Karen drink of water and Blondie. And this is the right. So this shot was very creep show. The, it was the, the raft. raft. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they're hanging out, and he's she starts talking about this other guy that she knew from childhood. Who tried to kiss her recently? And she's like, "Oh my god, I can't believe someone like from my." So and I'm like, so "What a gross. stupid story!" Yeah, but then and he gets offended and makes it about him, and he's like, "Oh, well, like, was it gross because you didn't like him, or was it gross because you've known him for so long?" I'm but like, then, Look, like, this isn't boy meets world. You need to stop. But then they kiss. Yeah. But she just did the thing she said that she didn't like. Yeah. So she kisses him. I wrote, they flirt, it's boring. They it, kiss, it's boring. That's what I wrote then, in my yeah. notes. And then, yeah, she... So she goes from a story about how this guy cracked onto her and it's really unattractive and she, and then to straight away flirting with him. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great writing, Eli. Yeah. <laughs> so she rolls into the lake and he kind of stands up and he's like, um, uh, what are you doing? I thought we were kissing. He goes, so is this like a date? And, and she's like, don't be gay. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, and he's not gay. He's insufferable. I want to punch him in the dick. 
But another gay comment? Come on. <sighs> yeah, stop doing that. Um, you know, so we cut back to Bert. He's he's a few beers in by now and he's decided that he's going to make a fire. Um, there is a giant fire pit, like a, a actual fire pit. Yeah, it's like, a re- it's like one of those metal ringed fire yeah. pits. However, he-, he makes the fire outside and fully around the fire pit. It's a ring of fire. It is a ring of fire and then just leaves it unattended. Yeah, so this is kind of just to show that he's irresponsible. Yeah, that he's just a bored. big dick hole. He's just a big baby. Yeah, pretty much. Anyway, he, uh, he, he shoots at an animal. Yeah, so he thinks that the squirrel's back and he starts shooting at it. But, unfortunately... It yelps like a it man. It does. A man pops up and it is the trapper. trapper from the very beginning. And he's all fucked up. He he's, is, all like, he's like red-eyed. He looks like, you know... He's, he's not quite rotted, but he's definitely... He's he's like, I'm sick. I need help. He's starting you to shot me. messed up. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, look, just stay there, man. Don't come any closer. Like, don't come near me. Don't make me shoot you. And then the guy, obviously, he's he's more panicked. He's like, I'm sick. I need help. I need you to get me to a doctor. And he just, Bert just shoots him. Just shoots him. Shoots and he him. falls into a hole. Yeah. He's all kind of a, a, an into erosion. A, into a ditch, maybe. An erosion. Yeah, an erosion. Uh, we cut to Jeff and the Woo Girl. They're now stomping out and spraying with the hose the forest fire that Bert has almost caused. They have a stress And he him. just kind of walks up very slowly uh, smoking a cigarette and just ignoring them, like it doesn't, doesn't say this, anything. This is I was like, hey, why wouldn't you even just mention you found a sick guy out in the woods? Yeah, he does not say a damn thing. And I think, and he I just wrote, moves. and I wrote, was this scene shot before they did the the other scene and they didn't realize that he was gonna meet that guy? Yeah, maybe I don't know. I it's... know it was just so badly done that I was just like. I think they were trying to instill that he's keeping a secret. But I'm like, why would you? Yeah. Like, like there's a guy just there. That's the kind of guy that he is. He'd just shoot a guy and just leave him. But he's the kind of guy that would, uh, you know, accidentally kill a hooker and not tell anyone. But it, it just it doesn't up. make sense. It doesn't. And, and cut, anyway. Cut to nighttime. They're Oof. roasting marshmallows, sitting around the fire, you know, ah, oh, come on, drink of water. Tell us a story. So he starts telling. What was this scene? <laughs> Why was this in it? <laughs> he starts telling a story about his, his local childhood bowling alley. A disgruntled bowling employee. Yeah, he breaks in, holds everyone at gunpoint, ties them in uh, into chairs. And this cuts away to the a, actual like, story. It shows yeah. it happening. And I'm like, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he's, you know, he puts them all in a circle so everyone can see everyone. And then he starts smashing the backs of their heads in with hammers. And then he, he breaks out a fire axe and he starts... Hacking them up into pieces. And I'm like, okay, okay, this is going somewhere. Yep. No, story ends, <laughs> end of scene. Then single girl, I mean, um, uh, uh, brown-haired girl just asks a question about the story and single guy just yells out, shut up, you slut. Yeah, that was so fucking aggressive. He's just like, shut up, slut. And I like, don't like this actor, so I did not like him uh, in Detroit City. All, he all, was very much the same kind of guy. But they're all... I know, and what makes him annoying is he's the guy that every drunk guy like makes wants to be. Yeah, and I'm like, why, why would you want to be that guy? Um, and she's, but, 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 she's like, like, no oh, one but says, Jeff. no one like, says anything. No, it's like no one says anything. It's like even, no one can react to any lines because no one's actually acting; they're just reading lines. Yeah, so even Jeff's just like, huh, what? Yeah. He's basically just That's admitting Eurovision. that his, his, yeah, yeah. his girlfriend's a slut as anyway, well. That whole story, that whole scene that goes for quite a long time about the disgruntled bowling employee has nothing to do with anything. And it doesn't end there because then they start talking about the bald guy. 
at the bowling alley. He's always there and he's always smiling. And then when they, you know, and then because this disgruntled employee started, you know, using, using body parts to bowl with, they're like, oh. And then, you know, they found his round head in the bowl return still smiling. And that, and? Yep. At this point, like, drink of water has gotten up and he's standing and he's walking around and he's like telling this story and he turns around and boom, fucking Static X is there, st- standing there with a growling dog called Doctor Mumbo. Static X. Static X. You know the band? No. Oh that's my a, god. I never heard it. I just called it Eli Roth because it, it was e- Eli Roth. <laughs> yeah. So it's Eli Roth. He's got long sort of mutton chops, a really terrible soul patch. Yeah. A and flavor his hair, saver. His hair is so <laughs> spiked up. Yeah. He looks like. Yeah, he looks like the dude. Oh, Static X must be like the, the prime example. He looks like the Wayne guy. Static. He looks like the guy that's into new metal. One hundred percent. Let me just bring this up. Uh, Wayne Static, right now. For Wayne you. Static. You know yeah. his name. He I looks like, like the kind of guy who's too into Offspring, <laughs> but like later Offspring, not early Offspring. Wayne Static. Boom. Oh wow, that is him. Yeah, that is one hundred percent. The best thing about Wayne Static is he's clearly got a receding hairline. Yes. He is unfortunately has passed away a few years oh, ago. Of what? Yeah, of, I don't remember. Of hairline? <laughs> Probably. Um, and so uh, anyway. Eli Roth is in the film. Straight, yeah. like, you know, number one Twice, because he was the bald man from the bowling alley. Oh, was it? Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah, right. So he's got his dog, Doctor. He's like, this is my dog, Dr. Mambo. And he's very like, yo, my dog, He's Dr. a weed Mom. dude. He's, he's the a, weed character. He's the stoner. He's basically a real watered, pissed down version of the guy from Idol, uh, Idol Hands. Um, yeah, from, um, Seth Green. Seth Green's character, yeah. Yeah, because like, Woo Girl turns around and she's like, oh, your dog's a doctor. He's like, uh, he's a professor of being a dog. Face burn. He's like... This is a positive bonfire. Is there room for one more? And they're like, mm, nah, mate. It's like, this is a private bonfire. He's like, oh, guess I'll go smoke all this weed by myself. And they're like, nah, nah, nah. Just yeah. it down. He's like, he pulls but out a fucking bag of Once weed. again, this character is irrelevant to the- Very much it's so. It's like he's in this scene and he's not really ever in it again. He just goes, okay, guys, we smoked some weed. Now I'm going to go back out of the shot. And that's the end. He's out of it. And I'm like, okay. So the store, this whole campfire scene could have been stripped from the whole film. Yeah. Wouldn't have changed anything. No. So yeah, they're sitting around, they're smoking some weed and they're talking about drinking beers. And he's like, oh, I could drink beers. So they, they set the challenge that you can only drink beers. No, but it's only Eurovision and, 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 and single guy. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we're going to drink beers the whole time. And then, of course, like, so the bet's on, but there is a storm rolling in. And that's when Static X decides, well, he's just going to go back to his camp because he's got, like, four grand worth of stuff at his campsite, which why would you fucking... Anyway. Anyhow. So, yeah. So, so they're, they're all... St- Exit's character yeah. never again comes no. into the film. So they're all hanging out in the cabin now. It's stormy. It's raining. And they're, they're having this uh, this stoned, think- deep and meaningful about masturbation. It was... Um, I'd, it was... In which single guy... I just wrote single guy tells wanking story, the end. Yeah, he does, about his dog licking his balls and... Yeah, and this is more of that just bullshit fucking, like, this is what teen, like, written, I don't know. It just grates me, motherfucker. That is fair. There is a knock at the door and they're like, oh, dude, stone guy's back. And he's like... And he's bought more weed. Yay! They go to answer the door, but it's not Static X. It is... Sick uh, Trapper. Sick Trapper. And he... (laughs) That's a wicked name. (laughs) He fucking... He's sicker now. He's... uh, Sicker Trapper. He is Sicker Trapper. (laughs) 
Um, so he is looking all kinds of fucked up. Um, Bert notices him and he's trying to like kind of like hide and shield him, himself away. Yeah, Bert's like, oh, fuck, the guy I shot and left for dead. I, what, I mean, he's but, still alive. But, but you know what's funny about this scene? So uh, Eurovision's at the door talking to sick trapper. Bert's there standing directly behind him trying to hide his face. Why didn't he just walk off? Yeah, you could have like, just there's a whole left. house. Yeah. Like, why didn't you just... You didn't have to stay in shot. Well, he had to stay there because the burnt trapper, burnt-faced trapper man notices Bert and he goes to say you something, but Bert me. just slams the door in his face. They look at the window and he's now in their car. Trapper has getting... He has started the car because did they leave the keys nah, in the No, I would have left my... That's fair enough. I, I, if I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, I just leave my keys in my car. But I don't recently because I have central locking now that has decided that it just it's haywired. It just starts to lock whenever it wants. Yeah, probably don't do that. Yeah. So he's in the car. He's like fumbling around in the car. He started it and they get the gun. They run out. They got um, clubs. They got club. And they got baseball. the fire poker, a baseball bat. Um, Jeff's trying to poke him out, <laughs> poke him with the fire. Because this poker. is like this is a jeep. It's like, so get out of it's my like car. It's like an open back jeep. Yeah. So like he's, he he can't be in there. Yeah, he's hitting him from the back of the yeah. jeep. All right, yeah, and that uh, he just immediately starts coughing up blood. I would call all that vo- over the projectile car. vomiting is, blood like, inside the car. Yeah. which I was like, oh yeah, cool. This disease. Is, so this is at the point I was like really interested. I didn't think I, the first time I watched this, I never made it the way through it. Yep. I just stopped watching it. But um, I was like, okay, cool. This is the start of the cool transformation of whatever this crazy, fantastic disease can do. Man, this is as much as it does. Right? Yep. So, anyhow. So, so they get him out of the car. The car's all, all kinds of fucked up at this point. Well, first they're well. also smashing the car yeah, up so to get him out. Smashing, why would you smash the car up also, to get him to get out of the car? Also, single guy shoots the car. Yes. For some reason. Anyway, sick trapper man. He gets out of the car and he's heading towards the girls who are like kind of like. So he's like hug. zombie walking. Like, oh, I'm he's like, I'm sick. I need help. I need help. They spray him in the face with some shark repellent bat spray or something. And yeah, the girls have like, you know, like flammable spray. And yeah. then, of course, drink of water comes up with his fire stick because, you know, all animals are scared of a fire stick, <laughs> especially humans. <laughs> like. And he accidentally sets Trapper on fire. Yeah. And Trapper just goes and runs off into yeah, the forest on fire. Yeah, he just runs off into the darkness. It's, right. He's out. End scene. End scene. <laughs> so they're inside now and they're like, we've got to call the cops. Like, this was an accident. Um, it's like, did you guys see his face, his skin? It was just... And... Wait, wait. And then for some reason, at this point, Drink of Water is just playing with honey? Yes. He's, like, got honey dripping between his fingers. He's like, do you guys see his face? But, like... His skin. Who plays with honey? I'm like, okay, so you're dripping this honey not just onto the table, but on this doily. Sticky this is fucking sti- honey. Do you want ants? Because that's how you get ants. What's <laughs> that? Uh, uh, par- no, what's it called? Archer. Archer. I said Parker, which is the other spy thing. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, but, like, who plays... Who goes... Oh, jar of honey. Think I might put my fingers in it and play with it in my hands for a while. I might. Uh, I don't know. They're, you know, they're all talking about it like it was an accident. The cops are going to understand. Anyway. I know what they were trying to do. They were trying to, you know, like, you know, uh, look, the honey is like slimy and gross. And this movie is trying to be slimy and gross where I just don't think I'm it. I'm just mad that he's made a mess. I'm just a mad that mess. like they would even think that anyone in the world would ever casually Play with honey. No, it's sticky. I don't like having sticky things on my... Like, no, stop. 
Anyway. Fucking idiot. It's, everyone's retired to their separate quarters and, you know, Jeff's kind of, he's just put on a face mask and gone straight to sleep. The best part as well is like, they're kind of like, they kind of like wish death upon the trapper guy for making them feel awkward. Yeah, a little bit. They're kind of like, oh, poor babies. Like, mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, and I'm like, who, yep. who, who am I supposed to be rooting for in this film? Uh, the trapper? <laughs> yes. Dennis. <laughs> I don't know. Jeff's asleep. Uh, both Ryder and the Woo Girl are sort of sitting up, looking out the window. They're having flashbacks of what's it's like, just yeah, happened. Yeah, it's like a shot. But to- sitting there, sleeping in the chair, holding the gun, because of it's course like It cuts to every character and gives them a flashback of what... What has made that we can derailed slightly? Mm. Killing a man will do that to you. But that's not even part of it. It's just I like, know. oh, he's ruined out. He's just really upset because he couldn't... Shoot a squirrel? Shoot a squirrel. He's mad that Karen's not interested. I don't know. Yeah, it's just <laughs> like... It's like a, just a, a, a nanny fit by a bunch of fucking spoiled fuck faces. <laughs> uh, now it is morning. Cut to morning. They, they walk outside. The car is... Absolutely fucked up. Like, I don't know how anyone could cause this much damage to a car also, trying to get one man out. He vomited on the inside of it and there's this blood, blood all, all over the outside yeah, of it. Like, there just... was no shot of him ever vomiting all over the front of the car. No, there's just blood everywhere. Everywhere. And, you know, so Jeff and... Uh, they start so to argue. Yeah. Eurovision and uh, single guy are pretty much ready to go off and find help. They're going to go find a mechanic. Um, and they start arguing and they're like, okay, you have to drink of water. You need to stay here with the girls and you need to clean the car. And he's like, why me? He's like, because you're a pussy. Yeah, am I at, uh, right at this point, are any of them friends? Like, what, what's with these, all these people who clearly hate each other? Why would they go away with each other? Well, I think, like, for the... Like, with the single guy, he's pretty much probably, like, good friends with Jeff. And then Ryder's just kind of there because he's into this girl. And I don't know. There's always one person in the group that kind of doesn't like someone. And they always have, like... Well, then brown-haired girl, while they're arguing, comes out. Or the girl known as Slut. (laughs) Formerly known as Slut. Woo Girl. Uh, Yeah, Woo Girl comes out and she's just like... Fuck you, cunts. I'm going to go get help myself. So she just walks off into the forest by herself. And I'm like, is this trying to just make scenes? Yes. Like, you know, there's no reason for her to do that. that, The guys are like, we're going to get help. We're going to go fix the car. She goes, oh, you guys are arguing. I'm going to go get help myself. And just walks deeper into the forest. Yeah. But. And everyone keeps walking out in this film and way and just ends up back at the cabin. Yeah. That's something that I will get to in a minute when... They get there. Um, anyway, we we get this um, shot of where the trapper actually is, and he is dead in the river. In the reservoir. In the reservoir. And, of course, we see pipes leading out of the water and then leading up to the cabin where Karen, blonde girl, fills up a glass of water. She's She's in her room. She's packing a bag. She's all upset. Drink of water comes in. They hug. Drink of water comes in with a drink of water. He does. Uh, he gives her some water to drink, and and I'm like, she's just like, I'm just, I just want to go home. And I'm like, I wrote my notes. She's infected. I find like I feel that her death, like she is the least annoying character out of them. So yeah, she's just the more, yeah, she probably would be the least annoying character. She's not. She doesn't, you know, she didn't get angry because someone's ruining it. Yeah, she is the most annoying character, but she's also the most boring character and also the most boring death in this whole film. Because they didn't give her anything else. 
This film doesn't give anyone too many, anything. There's too many people in this film. Um, anyway. And, and there's um, five. <laughs> uh, Eurovision and single guy rock up to a farm. And, of course, they're walking up. And it we is see, daytime. Yeah, it see. is daytime. We see these uh, pigs hanging. It's another weird scene that was pretty irrelevant. Look. It, it had a little bit of relevance. It isn't. It isn't. So, of course. This is one that's kind of like kind of trying to. Is this a story of where it came from? Possibly. Anyway, this anyway, farmer like, just farmer like, lady guts a pig. It's hanging up, which is what course, farmers do. Yeah, you groin to sternum and everything, and uh, she starts losing her shit. And she's she sees them. Um, she starts punching the pig, going, "Fuck! It's like, all fucking fuck, ruined. Pigs are sick." And she's just like, "You see this shit? Like this, this just ain't right." These yeah, because there's are no blood. Sick. There's no blood in no. the pigs. It's just all yellow inside of them. Yeah. So clearly, she's like, "There is something out there infecting these pigs. I need a new hog. Like you know, whatever." And she's they're basically like, "Um, we need a mechanic. If you're going to town, she's like, I already been to town today, but we can radio someone in. Come inside. We'll call Ricky." They go inside and she starts talking. They start talking to her about like, oh, there was this like weird guy in the woods. And she's like, oh, you ain't talking about Henry, are you? And of course, as she mentions Henry, there is a photo on the mantle of Henry. Which is the trapper. Which is the trapper. And she's like, did you say you hit him with a bat? And he's like, uh, no. No, it was one of our friends we were talking about. Yeah, it's like we we got It's a really awkward scene. It doesn't really make any sense. So they they basically, once they realize that they've probably killed this guy. Her husband. They bail. They bail hard. And I did kind of find this to be a little bit amusing because they're like walking out with such like gusto. And, you know, Eurovision is like, I can't believe we burned Henry. (laughs) I'm like, lol, funny. Um, Now, Woo Girl. Cutting to Woo Girl, she's in a kayak. Yeah, now she's in a kayak. So she's kayaking over a Wait, lake. What? Like, why? Where Where did she get a kayak from? Yes. <laughs> so she's kayaking across the lake. Um, she hits the shore. She gets out of the kayak and she, she comes across a radio and a deck chair. Uh, she keeps walking and it becomes this very slow motion ass shot leading up to the house, which yeah. is a very Texas Chainsaw Massacre. she just keeps yelling out, hello. Hello? Yeah. Very hello? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, she basically just walks into the house. No, she's suddenly now on a farm. She was like one. It's not even a farm. There it's was one. Like a she nice... was just. It, so these shots consist of her suddenly in a kayak. Mm-hmm. She pulls the kayak onto the the beach, and the next shot, she's at a farm. Yeah. That there's nothing in between. There's no showing her getting to a farm. She's just. At a farmhouse. I'm pretty certain There's it's no like wide... a lake house. So yeah, it's on the lake. doesn't show that though. No, I know. But that's what we're going to assume. Yeah. Um, she walks into the house and of course Bert jumps up and scares her. Now, So single guy and so Eurovision are already in this house. They're already in this house. I don't know why or they how walk- they got into the house. She walked off that direction. She's also gone across a lake and yet they somehow managed to get to the same point. And we never saw even them going anywhere. No. They're just there. And I'm like, what? That. Anyway, no one's home. There's some shots of like single guy drinking their beers or something like that and some talk. It's just another. They basically mention about like, oh, you know, well, we, we can't just leave because the cops will rock up. Um, but we've got to get hold of the cops before we leave. And, of course, we cut straight to a knock at the cabin door, drink of water answers, and it is a cop. Young cop. Cop is rocked up at the cabin. So this is the best character. 
Um, but it still is a character that makes no sense. No, he's like a lot of commo- like I'm just I'm doing my rounds. There was a lot he's of commotion got, here last he's night. He's young. He's got a really bad moustache, teen yeah. moustache. Yeah. So he's like the deputy. He's, yeah. you know, he takes his job very seriously. But his character is obsessed with partying. Yeah, he's just like I just just want to know the story. Um, you know, drink of water. Like he's like, look, we've got no phone. We couldn't call. Um, he's like. He tells him the whole story about the trapper. He's not even paying attention as well. He's kind of just like ignoring it. And he's like, oh, yeah, no, we don't use phones. We use radios. He's like, but then he notices like, oh, looks like you guys did some pretty good partying. You know, he's like, it's fine. Don't worry about it. I'm going to make a report, but I won't let it ruin your good time. He's very sleazy. He's just obsessed like, with partying and he, he just is. wants to be invited to the party. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. But he just keeps on mentioning partying like, and they're like and oh, was- look wait you know my friend's inside we've got to pack up we've got to go and he sees how cute she is and he's like oh you gotta stay and party it's a party town he's like you guys you're top priority and like, shows up some whack story about him going man. to other party he goes i go to yeah. other towns they don't know i'm a deputy so they don't give me attention but here like you know it's party town yeah. party town party town and i'm like okay this is kind of funny but like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Anyway. We cut to single guy and drink of water. They're washing the blood off the car. Yeah, so we get this very quick shot of Karen. Bondale. Oh, the cop also says he's going to report, like, you know. Yeah, and get a tow truck out. Get a tow truck out, yeah. Um, so Karen's having a quick nap. Um, we see that she's sleeping in the bed and the drink of water, the glass of water, gone. Um, Bert and Ryder are cleaning the car and he's talking about how the cop was weird. Um, he's just like, he just seemed really weird. Like he just didn't, I don't know, it was weird. Um, and single guy mentions, he's like, hey, has Karen left her room yet? Um, which to indicate like she's either really depressed or there could be something more sinister happening to Karen. Anyway. You'd think there'd be something interesting happening to Karen. Well, as this rash. is happening, <laughs> Dr. Mumbo comes out of the bushes. Who's Static X's dog. Growling and barking. Um, and they kind of stay there. They're frozen because who knows what's going to happen with this dog. Is it going to attack? Is it going to do this? Gonna, who knows? Um, but good old Woo Girl, who is back at the cabin and... Um, now all of a sudden. And she has the rifle gun. and she shoots off around into the air and scares Dr. Mumbo back out into the bushes. Yeah, that's it. And yep. now, so now like, there's this whole thing that there's a crazy dog outside and I'm like, sure. you've got a gun. Yeah, it's fine. You've got a rifle. Which it's have, a hunting rifle. And you seem to have endless ammunition as I well. I do not condone shooting dogs, but yeah, no. you could fucking shoot that dog. Um, Jeff, From inside the cabin as well, like, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, so we cut to the gang, yep. minus Blondie, um, so in the cabin, making a plan. Jeff wants out. They're trying to hatch a plan. Um you know, she. They were saying that. Oh, this is where drink of water brings drink of uh, brings Blondie a drink of water. Yeah. So Karen's not feeling too girl too well. Um, too girl. Too girl. She's not feeling too girl. She's uh feeling a bit gross. She's feeling nauseous. She decides to go back to bed. Um, Woo girl heads off to have a bath after she's finished drinking her cup of tea, Mm-mm-mm. which is clearly Mm-mm. full of water. Uh oh. Yeah. Anyway. Um, young, young drink of water heads. If it's in the reservoir, why aren't there other people getting it? Wow, we'll get to that. We'll get, we'll get there. We're getting there. 
<laughs> so drink of water heads into Karen's room. He gives her another glass of water and goes to leave. And she's like, oh, just just stay with me. She asked him to snuggle, basically. So, so they he, have a snug. So he big spoons her. Yeah, you know, everyone likes a big big spoon. Uh, we cut to outside. Jeff shoots off the gun to scare the dog while Bert keeps working on the car. Yeah, um, so they yeah. had this brief conversation. He's like, just shoot it, man. He's like, I can't see it from here with the scope that you've got on the rifle. He can't <laughs> see it. He's like, if it gets any closer, I can shoot it. Anyway, we cut back to it is now kind of like night time. It's, I would go twilighty kind it's of. Twilight. It's like blue lit scene time. Yeah. Yeah. Young Ryder wakes up next to Karen. They've had a nice little sleep. She's still asleep and he starts to kiss her. As while she's asleep. While she's asleep. And he starts to uh, caress her body while she's still asleep. And then he just starts fingering her. So he basically just rapes her. Kind of, yeah. She- I mean, look, I'm not going to... It's 100% not consensual. She kind of seems okay with it. This is the whole thing that came up. it's still not consensual. Yeah, this is the whole thing. It's basically saying this is fine. Yeah, this it's is, not fine. It's basically saying this is a fine way of courting someone, no, which is like the problem sleep. with everything at the moment. Yeah. Like, you know, everyone knows that that is not... It is not okay. And this whole film reeks of what's wrong with people. Like, the, all the shit that um, he's like got called out, like, recently... Uh, not even recently. Of everything that's gets called out this film is the epitome of it and this film like fucking normalizes it that dudes should act like this and that's what's yeah. fucked about this film dudes don't act like this just yeah don't. don't just finger your friend when they're asleep no no you need to ask permission she needs to be fully awake but it's okay because she's enjoying it no it's not no that's because, what's happening in the film she though. Is a, yeah well that's yeah. right because she's still asleep like she could be thinking that she could be in a dream and not realizing this is happening. Anyhow. Anyway, he decides to stop of his own volition. I don't know why. I and think she came. I don't think so. Well, he probably thinks she did. Yeah. Anyhow. Anyway, his fingers are covered in blood. Oh, he starts freaking that's out. That's why she didn't want to get with him time of the month. That's right. You know. <laughs> anyhow, it's a he simple pu- explanation. He pulls back the covers yep. in disgust. <laughs> oh, not thinking, oh, shit. Yep. Um, and she's got legs. Her legs are rotting. So is, that, oh, is he fingering her leg wounds? <laughs> so so there's no blood anywhere else on her. Like, there's no blood on her panties. It's all on her thighs. So is he just, like... Finger-fucking her, her rot holes? He's, <laughs> he's going for something else. Well, yeah, I thought that was, like, yeah, kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, like, this film is all... It, it, it's it's labelled as being super gross and that and that, but it doesn't show anything. I've seen grosser. Oh, dude. Like, yep. so much more. I mean, like, slither... Yes. That had so much fun. Like, if you don't show actually the gore, it's not gross. No. And then the bits that they show later on, we're like, oh, we'll get to that. I might. Like, they don't even look that good because they look dry and latexy. Yeah. Anyhow, because you need slime. So yeah. So her thighs are, are rotting, rotting away. She's uh, rotting. Everyone comes running in. Um, Bert. He starts. He's just a fucking asshole. He just starts yelling. Is this so she, like Eurovision? Yeah, uh, Burp, single guy. A uh, single guy, yeah. So she, Karen gets out of bed and uh, she's just like, I'm sick, I need help. Yeah, she, so she's not like unconscious or anything. No, she's And there's no reference of the fingering after that. No, they just don't talk about that afterwards. Um, yeah, she's not like unconscious. Right? She can still walk around and she can still do sass talk. Yeah, so Bert starts yelling and pushing her and he's like, you need to sit down, sit down. Fucking you're not coming. And they basically lock her in the room. And yeah. this is terrible because she's like there and she's she's obviously not well. She's panicking. All this stuff's happened. 
The last thing you want is to be left alone and have some dickhead yelling at you and now controlling you. And then there's a scene, like a little montage of everyone checking their body for welts and stuff just to yeah. see if they're okay. And mm-hmm. that's a, and that and that brings us into nighttime. So yeah. now we're into nighttime. Yeah. Uh, they set up a little fucking bed in the shed. This and- is horrible. This scene is horrible. So they. It's a it's a very um it's a wide shot of the cabin and they walk out with a mattress and then she comes shuffling out with a blanket wrapped around her and they walk off and then we see them unlock the door to a tool shed basically and dump the mattress in and then she's standing there you get that shot from inside on the ground of the tool shed and she's kind of standing there wrapped in a blanket looking and that's just terrible and they basically like shut her in. And, and they, she's like, fuck you guys. They, Yeah, they lock the door and she, she's just fucking pissed. The thing is, though, that all the dodgy shit that they do in this film is exactly what they should do. But like, the, they constantly break their own quarantines in this film, which fucks everything up. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah so they quarantined her blondie in the foot cool shed. She's not happy about it. No, she's very angry. And then yeah. Woo Girl, you know, is, I think it's a shot of Woo Girl bringing her out some food and biscuits and stuff yeah she, she comes to bring they basically state to her like there's going to be someone out here all the time with you they're not um it's like you'll be okay we'll be here don't worry don't worry don't worry no so Wu girl brings her food and she's like come on you got to eat um and you just sort of see her sitting in the shadows she's smoking some cigarettes um she's, which she's never smoked no i've never seen her up until now no maybe the disease makes you want nicotine maybe who cares or maybe it turns you into a badass for 40 minutes well she's mad so who knows? She's got a blood nose as well. Yeah, no, so she's got like a, a red nose. It's yeah, just so like a snotty, like she's blown her nose too many times. Yeah, so she leans forward and you can see the bags under her eyes. You, the, the She basically looks like she's got the flu at this point. Which is weird though because she's the one who's drank the most amount of the liquid and she's the one who has the slowest transformation. Yes, yes. Because the film has no con- con- continuity. No. And now, drink of water. Yep. He goes for help. Yes. So he, he basically rocks up at He takes this, the rifle. He does. He rocks up at the lake house. So this house that they were all in at one point um, previously. So where the woo girl was and they're like, yeah, the house yeah. is empty. So he rocks up to that house. I thought he finds a house. I didn't realize it was the same one. Same house. Is it sure? Yeah. All right. And he starts peeping through the window and spies a naked woman on the bed lighting some candles. Yeah, this was really confusing me. I thought that was woo girl. I thought he was just spying on his friend's girlfriend. Like, and I was like, I don't know what's going on. No. But he gets caught by the husband of the naked woman who for some reason has a gun and is outside. He's like, with the show, he's like, you, that's my wife you're looking at. And uh, he runs off. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean he's like, is my friend so sick? He run- he's like, you're sick. Okay. He's like, oh, shit. So he runs off. End of scene. Point. Yeah, so he doesn't actually try and say, "Look, I'm I'm really sorry. I was I was here. I got distracted by your naked wife. My friends are sick. We need help." No, yeah, but like, there's no point to this scene. No, nothing. It it, it does nothing to help the story move along. You could take out fifty percent of this film because like, there's, there's no reason for half the scenes. It could have been a short film. Um, and we cut back to the gang at the cabin, whoever whoever who the fucks at the cabin now. I don't care. Um, <laughs> um, and the guys start to fight. Great. Yeah, everyone starts fighting. So no one wants to eat. Um, Jeff's sitting there. Uh, oh, yeah, Eurovision. we should make our own he's, meals. He's got a, a cloth over his face. Um, yeah, Eurovision's like a, a germ freak, which you should be. Yes. 
Um, Drink of Water uses his big boy voice and gets them to stop fighting. Calms down the situation. Um, and, of course, Bert sits there. He drinks. He takes a sip out of a glass of water. And Drink of Water's just like, you just lo- lost the bet, Bert. But also now you're fucking infected. Well, he doesn't know that. He doesn't say that. No, but yeah. he doesn't know that. So the whole point that, yeah, Bert, I mean, whatever the fuck his name is, single guy, um, had been drinking beer. They didn't really do that. No. They didn't really show him. Like, it wasn't mentioned that much. It was just like every idea in this film they just forget about. Yeah. And they yeah. never run through with any idea to make it poignant or mm. anything or have give a reason for anything. I or, find it so for the concept of drinking beer for five days is such a strange concept. Because you if, die. If I drank <laughs> beer for five days, if I drank beer like I drink water, it would be fine. Yeah. Like, okay, so you imagine the water that I'm drinking now. It's 600 mils of water. That would be, so in the time it takes... I mean, you'd drink one beer a day. I would drink, like, maybe two or three beers a day. Yeah, I probably have done that anyway. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're doing that right now. Yeah. Anyway, they hear the dog start barking, so Dr. Mumbo is definitely back. He's outside barking, and he, they come outside and find him digging at the door. Um, You know, they they shoot off another round. Digging at the door of Blondie's shed. Yep. Um... They're like, Karen, are you okay? She doesn't answer. And, of course, we get this very quick shot of inside the black cabin and you just hear her wheezing. She's breathing. Her slow, breathing's getting slower. Um, something's something's not, not right. Yeah, cut to... Every time it shows her, it feels like she's up to a stage where she's, like, unconscious and dead. And every time she's... The next scene, she's just fine again? Yeah. She's kind of just laying there like... <sighs> yeah, where is she? And, I'm like, I, and I kept waiting. I'm like, oh, cool. What is going to be the end game of this this disease? Like, what is going to be it? Anyway, keep going. Uh, anyway, anyway cut to morning. Time. Yep. Next morning. How yeah. many mornings has there been? Like four? Three or four, yeah. Um, young single guy, Bert, he gets the truck started. Um, they go to the shed to get Karen. Um, and they notice that Karen's legs are absolutely all bloodied up. They're all just blistered, just gross. Um, and the flies are just buzzing around her now so basically like her legs have been exposed all night and the flies are in there so even if they could get her to the hospital she's gonna have flies she's gonna have maggots in her she's bl- fly blown as they call it yeah it's gonna be gross um bert comes racing to the car but he stops to start throw up some blood so he starts well, yeah single guy oh he's a, and he got and of course he's that kind of character that keeps it to himself he's, uh-huh. yep. he's hidden it He's hiding it from his friends. He also unzips his pants and, yep, he notices that he's got a rash happening around his crutch region and he is indeed infected. Infected by crutch rash. That's right. Of course, they bring Karen out uh, of the tool shed. They start walking her over. As Jeff comes out with his uh, cloth still on his face and he's just like, nope, nope, like, no, I don't want her in the car. Don't, she's not getting the I'm not sitting next to her. And they're like, dude, it's fine. Like, I'll sit next to her. And like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Anyway, Karen just starts vomiting blood all over the car. Again. And they kind and of... He's just clean there. Like, yeah, what's like, his oh, name dude. from Bad Taste? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, she falls she, under the ground. She can't go anywhere. They're not getting her. Um, Bert's in the car. He's he's ready to go get help. And they're like, Bert, you don't look so good. He's like, I don't feel so good, man. And they're like, oh, it's probably shouldn't be getting in the car. Anyway. It's revealed that he's sick, he cracks the shits, and he drives off. Um, of course, they get the mattress out, they drag Karen back into the tool shed. Yeah. Um, 
Jeff comes running into the house. Um, he opens the fridge. He grabs a bunch of beer, some other supplies, and he basically just bails on the group. They're like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm not staying here with you motherfuckers. I'm basically going out on my own. I'm not going to die here. Yeah, so Eurovision just bails. He does. Them. He bails hard. But it doesn't matter because everyone ends back at the cabin. <laughs> No matter where they go. That's right. So in the car, Bert is now scratching at his neck and it's all bloodied and blistered. So this is a, this is pretty um, seemingly a more quick transformation for young Bert. And they put Blondie back in the shed. Have they done yeah, that? They yeah. Put, yeah, they drag her back in. Um, so Drink of Water c- comes in to comfort Woo Girl. Woo Girl, yeah. Of course, they just start fucking. Because well, well, what do you mean? That's like, what you do. So what? So the whole point was like this guy's character wanted to get his like childhood friend, mm-hmm. and then she gets sick, so he just bangs like the next girl. Yeah, take a number, so fucking service deli style. <laughs> next, uh, essentially, she runs through this whole spiel of you know people on a plane, the plane's going down, you know that you're gonna die, and you all you can think of is just grabbing the person next to you and just fucking the shit out of them. That's I've never thought that in all my plane crashes. <laughs> It all like no, me neither. And of course, so yeah, they they fuck. Um, he leaves some. I wrote, what did I miss? Why are they fucking? Yeah, did just... I miss a scene when they've ever talked to each other? Yeah. I just... Anyway, he leaves some. Good one, Eli. Great writing. Lovely handprints on her back. Um, of course, after they've finished, he listerines his he dick. Does he goes Do you know, to the bathroom? I, when I look, when dick. I looked up this, uh, so he pours listerine on his dick. You know, obviously, he doesn't want to catch anything. Yeah. Um. This is like the main question about this film in IMDb is why did he pour Listerine on his dick? I'm like, did you guys watch the film? <laughs> like, <laughs> why did he do a lot of things? Um, well, uh, it's just, you know, it's just the only probably the only sanitizing. Why did thing? this make thirty times what it cost? I mean, Listerine's it got alcohol th- in it. It makes you think, like, what is the mentality? The of, bottle of, was of, big of, enough. He could have just stuck his dick in it and fucked it. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. American Pie style. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so she's in the other room. She notices the handprints on her back. They're not really going down anywhere. Yeah, as in like sexy scratch marks, but mm-hmm. they're like, mm-hmm. um, Of course, Bert is now rocks up at the general store. He gets out of the car and he starts screaming for help. Um, they come... Dennis is still sitting in his seat out front. Yeah. Dennis's dad comes running out and he's trying to explain to him that, he, like, we need help. We've got someone at the cabin. They're sick. We like, we need a doctor. Is there like a hospital close by? Or he's like, okay. And this is like, because this is a scene where they're kind of like, okay, we need to bring the rednecks into it now because we've run out of things to do like for the cabin thing. And this is a really lame attempt at like how what how the rednecks decide they're gonna like. It's just basically like, what you're sick, yeah, but you. And then, oh, no, yeah, first, like, the kid. Yeah. So Dennis just starts randomly screaming pancakes at him. And then he gets up and starts doing some kicks and shit. Yeah, like kung fu He's moves. He's doing some crazy in slow motion. Of, yeah. This is the little kid. Yeah. Blonde hair. And he yells out pancakes, which I people have told me that that's the best bit. I'm like, this is the best bit of the film, like, because it doesn't make any fucking sense. And, like, he. You, Bites. He grabs. Bert's it's like a hands. personal joke that everyone thinks they know what's happening. Like, and the oh yeah, yeah I know what the joke is. I'm, I'm in. The, I'm in. Uh huh. Like, no, you're not. There's, there's no joke. Yeah. So he grabs Bert's hand and he bites into it. And as he bites into it, you just see the look on his face. Like it's there's this realization that there is something wrong with this guy. I think he bites a chunk out of him. He pretty much does. He so, so he's gone soft. 
That's right. So he is now infected with whatever is wrong with Bert. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, this is the bit where the guy, the, the, the guy comes out and goes, why are you infecting my son? He goes, well, he bit me. Yeah, so he, the, he starts blame, blaming Bert for the kid biting him. Like, your kid bites people and this is now Bert's fault. But he's there like, is now a sign that says Dennis bites. Look yeah, out in yeah, the background. Yeah, like, don't sit next to Dennis. Um, so he's like, you got my kid sick and if the doctors can't fix him, that's the same as murder. He's like, you being sick, that's your problem. Dennis is sick, that's my problem. So we got to stop the problem right now. And he starts calling for whoever else is in the general store and he's like, get the rifle. And so course, now there's like three rednecks. There's like there's like a fat redneck. I call him Tiny because he's really big and he's... Tiny. Tiny. Yeah, and then there's a dad and then there's just another one. Yeah. But yeah, but like that, that was the most really... Like crappy scene into justifying why the rednecks are in the film now. I was just like, that's it? Yeah. I'm like... Bert gets back in the car and he's just like, fuck y'all and just leaves. Yeah, she goes crazy. I'm sick. Bye. <laughs> um, hey, where does he go? Back to the cabin. Back to the cabin. And so the woo girl... Instead of just keeps driving to a hospital or something. Yeah, no, just keep down the road. Um, so woo girl's now sitting there and she's talking about... She's like, oh, you did a real number on my back. And of course... He decides that he's going to leave. She's like, where are you going? He's like, I've got to go. I yeah. can't be here. Yeah, i got to go to another scene that doesn't have any set. That's basically... I need, I need to push this story along, guys. It's like, yeah, so now, like, yeah, she's already looked at her back, hasn't yeah. she, to see that it's yeah. like, it's all it's getting very red. gross. This is like a really... Her, her whole transformation scene is just done so badly. Mm-hmm. It's just like, oh, God, really? It's very strange. It's very quick. Um, anyway, we get this weird car chase scene where they're shooting at it at Bert and uh, we cut back to the woo girl. Um, she's now sitting in the bathtub and she's crying. You can see her back has blistered. So it's kind of blistered in this It's already print. more advanced than Blondie. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's bloody. It's, she's, so she's not having a good time. Um, we cut back to the car. The virus represents AIDS. <laughs> Remember that in Garth Marenghi's Dark Place? <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck yeah, Garth Marenghi. Anyway, cut back to Bert. The car has now broken down, and he decides to head off on foot. But it's hunting time because the rednecks aren't too far. Yeah, behind. It's basically, like the car didn't break down though. He just got out. It seemed like. Yeah. So now, now, like single Bert is like running through the forest, mm-hmm. getting chased. This is all in the daytime as well, by the way. No, this is nighttime. Is it nighttime? This is nighttime. You sure? Now Twilight. I'm now I'm not sure. Yeah, neither am I. Doesn't anyway. matter. Does it matter? It doesn't. Anyway, we cut to drink water. He has gone for a wander down to the reservoir. Yeah. So this is like, what? And he sees the body in the water. And of course, what are you going to do when you see a dead body that's possibly infected with a flesh-eating disease? You're going to find a stick. You're going to climb partially down a ladder and you're going to start poking the body. No, you're just going to get a stick, climb down a ladder... And then just fucking fall onto the body. Oh, my God. Of course, the ladder breaks. And all right, he's fucked now. He falls into the water on top of the corpse, and then he tries to climb back out. So you fucking better believe he's infected now. Yeah, he's the ultimate infected. Yeah, he is. He's patient like five. It's gross. Fifteen. Well, if if he's in the reservoir, because it says reservoir, Mm. um, that means the whole town's already infected. So there should be already, like... People dying. This is happening in other places now. Well, it should be if it's happening if it's as, as quickly as, as it's happening. As it's, to them. It's, it's, yeah, happening. 
Anyway, Bert's uh, now still running through the woods. It is single Bert. It is daytime. I apologize. Yeah. Yes, it is daytime. Um, he tries to fool them with a fake blood trail. So, of course, he like wipes his blood all over a tree yeah, and runs in the opposite direction. And they're like, oh, blood. He's going this way. But like, there's no reason to think that. I don't know. Uh, we cut back to... And he's looking pretty, like, fucked up he's now. He's looking Single Bert's all like... Mm. He's, like, lumbering around. He's sweaty. He's got red eyes. He's looking like a piece of fucking, like, Sunday ham. <laughs> he's not having a good old time. Anyway, we cut back to Woo Girl. She's in the bath, and she's now shaving her legs. Anyway, and crying. And crying. Why would you? If you're on holidays, I wouldn't be shaving my legs in the tub. I'd be like, mm, I could go a week. A week without shaving my legs. It's not even a week. Anyhow, she's shaving her legs because the script said to. And um, it's all lathered up. And, of course, you just know straight away she's going to. And I'm like, oh, this is going to be a gross scene. But it's not. No. It kind of like she just like, like she, she's shaving up her leg, which is all lathered up. And you expect it to like do like, you know, a full just pull like all the catch. skin off. Yeah. Yeah. Like in, um, like in, yeah, what was it? In, in Brain Dead when the lady's like, you know, she does the, yes. li- uh, the lipstick on her face and it pulls her skin off. Yep. But it just kind of goes over, it w- w- just looks like a dry latex kind of like, you know, blistery. It doesn't look real. Yep. And I'm like, that's it? And I thought, oh no, she's going back for another pull. It's going to do it this time. There's going to be blood coming out. No. No. And it's just like, okay, so that's a. They're really, they're, they've probably realised that they've already got people like this movie no matter what's in it. Yeah. So she starts screaming and, of course, she gets up and she starts running the shower to get whatever's off of her. But, of course, just blood starts dripping down off of her. So it's coming off her back. It's coming off her legs. It's just but coming like, out But, like, why? Because it wasn't to the other girl. I don't know. And uh, she runs outside because mm. why not? Mm-hmm. Well, that's where I'd be going. I wouldn't. Yeah, and just, of course, she runs outside. She's got just a little uh, towel, a uh, uh, robe on. You can see her blood all on her legs. And of yep. course, fucking crazy dog comes out. Dr. Mumbo, he's back and yeah. he rocks up and he just attacks her. But and we of don't course, see this it. This is off screen death. We don't get to see it. Everything is off screen in this film. For a film that boasts of being gross, it doesn't show anything. No. And if that were, if that leg cutting scene was, uh, shaving was supposed to be the big gross moment, one of them, I'm like. Mm-mm. Just looked like you were just moving foam off of like a pre-set up like cut. Anyway. Yep. Drink of water arrives, but don't worry. It is too late. Uh, Wiggle is all over the campsite. There's that dog a- was strong. It was strong. It looked, wasn't a very big dog either, but there no. is actually just bits of it everywhere. Like, I don't think any dog would do that. Well, I mean, she's pretty soft at this point. You reckon it so, softs you up? Yeah, but there's bones. I don't know what it's doing to your bones. But Who knows? The skin. Anyway. Well, it's not much because this is the most boring disease in the world. Mm-hmm. She's all over the campsite. The door to the shed is open. Uh, drink of water goes into check. And, of course, the dog is starting is eating bits of Karen. Yeah. And um, I'm like, oh, she's dead. But no. No. Um, it sees drink of water and it starts running at him. He falls backwards. Don't worry. The rifle's there. He picks it up and he shoots the dog. Which is the thing they should have done the first time. Yeah. The dog so the attacked. dog is not there anymore. I'm still unsure. Like, I know that the dog is infected, but also the dog is not deteriorating in no. any way, shape or form. It's just become very aggressive. Well, maybe it's not deteriorating. Well, it must be. It's eating people. Yeah, but in the time, I feel that a dog would have also been dead by now. Well, it feels like they're going on the rabies vibe. Yeah. That's gone rabbing it, but it didn't. Uh, and then the uh, the first dog it affected killed it instantly. Mm. And not only that, it killed that first dog in minutes because that guy had just gone to pick up a rabbit and before yeah. he left, his dog was fine. So the, the continuity in this film is just like, 
up the wire fucking zoo. Yep. So he checks on Karen, rolls her over to reveal her face has rotted away. Or I thought the dog ate her face. No, I just, yeah, it could have. I don't know. She's anyway, like, she doesn't have a face basically anymore. Basically, it's, 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 she's got a face. It's just like her lips have been ripped off. Yeah. Or something. And like, her and cheeks. It, and but her... it doesn't look very good. It was very dry. Well, that's what you were it saying. It like it's a face mask. Dry. It just looked like a... It just looked like a mask over her real face. Mm. And I'm like, well, that didn't really convince me. I put some gliss- glistening on it a bit more. Yeah, or some slime. Or make it look real, maybe. Some blood. Yeah, this is, this is an more. idea. Make it look better. Um, <laughs> so she's still alive as well. She's kind of just got some... Yeah, I had to go back through my notes and go, oh, no, she's alive. Yeah, she is still alive. Um, he decides that he's going to pick up a shovel and bludgeon her to death with it because why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you just get the rifle and shoot her. Well, no, why no, would you even I'm do any of it? I'm going to fucking beat her to death. Beat her to death with a shovel. Sure. My, I was watching with my mum and she goes, why do you do that? And I went, I don't know, uh, put her out of her misery? Like when a budgie I'm gets hurt? I'm pretty certain that's like what he did. He was trying to put her out of the misery. But again, like why would you roll her over and look at her and then so she can see you beating her to death with a fucking shovel? Why wouldn't you have just left her there and just popped a little round in the back of her head? Yeah. She didn't have to know. Doesn't anyway, matter. this film isn't known for its goodness. He packs the bag, uh, he grabs a gun, and he goes to leave. But as he opens Ready the door, to bail. fucking single guy Bert, he's at the door. Single and of Bert. Course, the rednecks are not too far behind. And of and course, like, you gotta help me. Yeah. <laughs> it's all fucked up. Well, they're all fucked up anyway now. It doesn't matter who. Yeah, they're all done for. It's, it feels like it was going for like a thing vibe. You know, who's infected. Like, you know, I and stuff, but it just didn't because they were just like such shit characters. They just all got infected instantly. Because you're all infected. Yeah, yeah. And it's you're just like, all infected. You're all going to die. Um, the rednecks rock up to the cabin and as they rock up to open the door. Um, this Bert, is a weird plan. I know. Bert is just sitting in the doorway and. With a gun waiting to shoot the rednecks, but yeah, he doesn't. But he doesn't. He, he says a line instead of shooting. And so they just shoot him. They shoot him and basically explode his head, which we don't get to see. We just get to see a lot of goop splat splatting on the wall. But surprise, motherfucker, drink of water out of nowhere hits the dude in the face with something. So this is. Like, so I've read. There's like redneck one, mm-hmm. redneck two, and yep. redneck three. So single guy, yeah, he gets shot. But then, yeah, a drink of water smashes him in the face with something. Yeah. It's like a fire something. So Redneck One, who's the dad of Dennis, he falls back. Like, he was the one with the shotgun. He falls back on the ground with his face smashed. Yep. Um, But as he falls back. back, He he... accidentally shoots Redneck Two, which is the non-fat guy. Mm -hmm. Then drink of water comes out and stabs tiny, fat Redneck Number Three in the ear with a screwdriver. Very with ease. And this guy has a box. And I don't understand what's in the box. I thought why that was the, the ammo. It could have been. I thought he was carrying the shotgun shot. Yeah, yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't explain why this guy's is carrying an ornate box, which never opens. No, it's locked. And it's like a nice little music box kind yeah. of thing. Um, and then Redneck 2, which is... Which one's he? Uh, that's the one that got smashed in the face. He's crawling away because mm-hmm. he's just been smashed in the face, which yep. makes sense. Drink of water stabs him in the back with a stick. Yeah. Just a stick. Like, it's not even like a sharpened stick. And I'm like, lots of off-camera violence here. Um, But also, when did he become a cold-blooded criminal? When he had to murder his girlfriend with a shovel. I guess that's what they're trying to say, that he's, mm. like, taking care of business now. Or maybe 
who in the fuck knows. Maybe it was in him all along. Anyhow, it's just a weird scene, which also doesn't make sense. So he no. takes out all three rednecks in one scene, which is probably the most interesting scene in the whole film. Sure. <laughs> yeah. uh, he goes off into the woods and he's he's off looking for Jeff. The best thing is he just runs off into the woods, runs, like, gets again, just yells out to no one, it's in the water! Yeah. Don't drink the water! Yeah. I'm like, who are you talking to? He went <laughs> hours ago. He comes across a cave and thinking he sees Jeff's, Jeff in there, he heads in. Um, he sees some legs sort of look like they're propped up, so someone must be propped up against the wall. Um, so he starts to head over, but he trips on Static X. Um, so he looks back and to see that he has been bitten in half and his legs are that way and his head's that way. What happened to him? I'm guessing the dog got him. What, the dog bit a man in half? I don't know. There's no once again. There's no explanation to what happened to this guy or why. No, he's also he doesn't have the he disease. Doesn't look infected in no. any way, shape, or form. But he does have a bunch of like maggots and shit in his ears. So I don't. Well, he's been know. dead since. Yeah, I know. Like, what do you mean? All right. So another scene that makes absolutely no fucking sense. Good on you, Eli Roth. Um, uh, so he comes and he stumbles runs. across the car. Um, drink of water, yeah. So he runs water. out the cave. Yep. Oh no, scared. Scared. Uh, he comes across the car. Because obviously, the car's not going to work, but good thing the rednecks left the keys in their car because he, um, he, drives he gets off. in, drives off. Um, he seems to be busy checking his hair in the mirror and doesn't notice. No, he, he, no, he, he goes to adjust the mirror because yeah. um, obviously he wasn't driving the car, but so you have to be safety to fucking that. first. He notices red marks on his hand. Like, as in, like, disease marks. Oh, he's like, I didn't notice that. Yeah, I so that's, why he, does, that's why he does it. Yeah, he's like, oh, no, now I'm fucking infected. And then while he's, like, looking at that going, oh, fuck, there's a deer in front of him. Of course, he hits the deer. Yeah. And then he has to battle hooves. Oh, uh, this, okay, so this scene. I mean, this is a well-known thing that when you hit those animals and they come into your car, they can kill you. But this was just, like. Yeah, so this poor thing, like he's, it's within inches of his face. These two front hooves are like kicking away. So yeah, the, so he's got to like maneuver down. I said instead of getting out of the car, <laughs> he like ducks under these swiping hooves <laughs> to get a shotgun, which is on the other side of the car, which he could have just got out the car. Yeah, because you know there's a door next to you. Common, usually commonly cars there are have two a, exits, two to this doors, vehicle. Not, not the one that's on the other side. Um, yeah, and he just shoots the moose, deer, the deer, and like you know, moose blood, deer blood splats on his face. And we all know that deer blood is the most lethal blood in the world. It's more lethal than dog blood. Oh, we know it. Oh. Everyone knows that. As soon as I saw that deer, I'm like, don't get blood on you. It's like, go fuck now, mate. Uh, he gets out the car, and the car conks out. Yeah. So he's just absolutely covered in blood. This is terrifying because I once hit a kangaroo, and I at the point was terrified that it was going to be in a car somewhere and start kicking me. It wasn't. I was just concussed. But it's a fear that I had. So this was like, oh, this is terrible. Why wasn't this a story of what did you know about you? Oh, I can make it a story next week. Um, at one time. So then we cut to a group of teens drinking and playing guitar on the side of the road. Like, they're not even at a place. No. And, and I'm like, this is the shittiest fucking scene, like, you know, like, excuse for a scene ever. I'm like, yep. let's just get them on the side of the road. We can see there that young cop is there partying with them, so he's found a bunch of teens. Mm-hmm. who were, How many times have you been out with your friends and go, let's just park on the side of this road. Never. And get out the guitar. Never. And start having drinks here. Because, you know, the side of the road is so fucking cool to hang out. 
Never, except for that one time. Um, I did enjoy that they were sit- they with their little guitar circle. They're like, cheer up, things will get better. Like, no, they're not. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's also encouraging a lot of sort of like underage drinking. Well, for they the say girls. like yeah, because he gets called up on his radio. The young cop going, have you have you like sorted out those underage drinkers yet? And yeah. he's just like. Yeah, I'm just sorting like, that I'm out. I'm still looking for him. I can't find Anyhow, him. Anyhow, drink of water rocks out covered in fucking blood. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, fucking cop, where's the fucking tow truck? Yeah. He starts getting all in his face. He's, and he's like, like, oh, party dude. Like it, like, it broke down. I needed to get a tow truck for the tow truck. <laughs> Um, and you know, he's, he's there and he's coughing and he's splattering. And of course the radio is like, there's kids, there's some kids on a killing spree yeah, the and cop, they, yeah, they've he, got some kind of virus. If you see him, shoot him on sight. And of course he starts spitting blood. He starts spitting blood and coughing up blood. And there's the guitarist. He's like, he's there and he goes to try and hit him. Yeah. But to he hit swings, wa- misses. And hits harmonica man. Hits harmonica man. And he swallows his harmonica. So now he's got like a harmonica in his throat. Which um, could have been a really funny scene, but they did it really badly. Yeah. I mean, he's still got the little... Well, well that was the, the joke at the end, which I feel was the only reason nearly this whole scene was in there. Because like everyone just... Ba- After he starts getting angry, everyone bails. He does. He holds someone down and starts spewing on them as well. Like, that's a dick move. Don't do that. Yeah, yeah. So, he, yeah, he holds down and then everyone bails. And then young cop goes, you idiot. You ruined the party. Yeah. Which I thought was... Yeah, why not? Like, and he just, his- like, hits him in the head, knocks him unconscious and goes to walk off. And as he's laying on the ground, harmonica dude falls down, still choking with Bonnie's his leg. <laughs> Which I kind of thought was a little bit funny. Yeah, that was the funniest thing in the whole film. Pretty much, yeah. Um, and then we just see Drink of Water just keeps walking on. He doesn't get any of the cars. No. He just keeps walking along he's, the side of the he's road. He's walking down the side of the road trying to flag down cars because while we thought this was a quiet little redneck town where nobody goes through, no, no, there's just cars. Also, he just walked off from like 10 cars yeah. that had keys in them. Yeah. No, that's fine. And he's trying to hail down a car. He falls over. A truck stops. Slams on its brakes. And and drops him off at the hospital. A literal dump at the hospital. This film does fucking not know when to end, eh? Um, so he's that, being wheeled down a hallway. He sees Bugs Bunny. He, he Yeah, he's in a room. He sees a man in a rabbit suit with a plate of pancakes standing over Dennis. Dennis oh, is that what it was? Dennis is now in the hospital. Um, and then he gets, like, he starts having these flashbacks to... How would Dennis get to the hospital considering everyone he knows is I dead? I don't know. Santa. Santa was still there. Um, Yeah, we get this slow-mo, like, fun cabin times of him, like, walking with Karen. Then her head fucking fucked up Yeah, it's like a flashback montage to shit that's happening in the film of of him being going in and out of consciousness. Anyhow, fuck that off. Um, He wakes up in a bed. Yep. Sees all the blisters on his body. There's two doctors there and a sheriff. Is Mm -hmm. it two doctors? Yeah. Two doctors and the sheriff of the town there in the room. We We need to know how he got the disease. Yeah. So they're basically they are they're uh, they're kind of chimed in of what's happening. They know what's going on and they're out to cover it up. Yeah. Because you know, backwater town, they can't be good people. No, but they're also not equipped to deal with something like this. Um, Which I thought they were referring to. We need to bring in like a quarantine team or something. But they were just like, no. no. What we're gonna do is you guys are gonna load him into the car. We're gonna handle it. Um, Which sure. is the stupidest. So we cut to Party Cop driving. He's got like a bandage wrapped around his head. He's like, oh, look who's up. 
Party ain't over, man. So, yeah, now Drink of Water is in the back of the cop car with Young Cop. And this is them handling it. But wouldn't they just know that he was going to give the disease to Young Cop? What? what, what? And that's right here. When will this fucking film end? When will it end? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it is, it's literally... Now. Literally the next day, Jeff crawls out of the bushes. So, he just basically crawls out of the bushes. A bunch of beer bottles, like... Crashing out with him, and he starts walking towards oh, the Jeff, lake. Uh, yeah, uh, Eurovision. Eurovision. Yeah, yep. I was like, "Who's Jeff again?" It's like, don't forget that guy's still in it. Um, he heads back to the cabin Why? because, of course, he does, and he sees the absolute carnage. He's still got this cloth over his face as well, and he starts like stepping over the blood as he enters the house. There's blood everywhere. He walks into the bathroom; it's like all over the place. And he just kind of like he he's outside crying. He's like, "I made it." Yeah, I fucking made I it. I made it. Yeah, and then he's stoked that he beat everything. Yeah. He walks out the front, he's absolutely keep- victorious. Yeah, he keeps on saying, "I fucking like, I made, it. made it." I fucking made it. And is immediately gunned down by a bunch of cops um, in a very Night of the Living Dead manner. Um, and then it just cuts to the cops piling up all the bodies. And lighting them on fire. I feel like they still would have, it just wouldn't have worked. No. Um, it doesn't matter anyway because it's in the reservoir, so yeah, they're all fucked. Exactly. They're, then we're. we're, we're well, they could, think they've contained it. Number so. one, this could be the end, but no. No. Let's just do the fucking Lord of the Rings ending, another <laughs> ending. We, so, we, we cut to some kids collecting a drum of water at the. At the uh, at a lake. At a lake, yes. At a lake, we see um, we see drink of water's dead body in the water just up from them. Why would they? Why d- is he there? Because he died. But because it was in contact. Like, the whole fucking film's stupid. But party party cop was meant to take him with the rest of the bodies to get burned. Why is he there? He just dumped him in. It's like he just didn't want to do his job. Why and he didn't just they just? Him? Why didn't they just take him and burn the body? Yeah, like, why is he there and not being burned with the rest because of Because this film is written on the butt fucking back of a hanky. It's so shit, the story, <laughs> eh? Oh, my God. Anyway, but, we cut it, back it, it, to- yeah, it doesn't make any sense, all this shit. It's like they're making up scenes as they went along, and I wouldn't be surprised if they fucking losted this. This is probably why they remade it in 2016. Well, I don't understand why this film was popular. Everyone's a fucking idiot for liking it. Uh- we cut to these kids at a lemonade stand. So the kids that got the water from the lake, they've now got lemonade. And they've set it up conveniently at the only other location we know, out the front of the general store. Exactly. And then all the other characters that we know in the movie have now rocked up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they're selling lemonade to the police who are now drinking said lemonade. Um, a group of African-Americans rock up. And yeah, so the yeah. Santa Claus who's sitting outside, he gets up and immediately like runs in. So we're supposed the to cabin. assume that this is his like his N word rifle he's going to go grab yeah. to deal with these a uh, bunch of African American like young. It's kind of like a group of homies. Yeah. And he goes inside and he gets the gun off the wall and he goes, "It's all ready for you guys." Yeah, all shined up, nice like. And then like, they oh. start. Um, and then we cut to some hillbilly hoedown. Where everybody's drinking lemonade and wait, having wait, we have to a go back good to the, time. This, so that whole N-word used at the start was just for this one little joke at the end. Yes. Um, whether they tacked this on to make it, they realised. I don't know. Or not. But, like, I mean, not worth it. No. The joke, it's just not worth Still don't like the joke. I feel that this joke. So the gun was owned by a bunch of african-americans and yes, yeah that, who were out for and they were all like yo my n-word to so, each other and yeah, like, like you I, give each other I, five 
get what they were trying to do, but if they were going to do it, you would do that directly after these kids leave to go to the cabin. You'd have these other the African American yeah, guys have, rock up straight have away. It so you don't have to think the whole film is like like yeah. Anyway, there yeah. is now this hillbilly hoedown. Everybody's drinking lemonade, having a good time. They're all outside. And, of but course... The, whole, every, the cast of the whole film, apart from the people that are dead, are just in on the front yeah, of this thing. just, you know, having a good old time. And, of course, this truck from behind the general store just starts driving, driving out called Down Home Spring Water Truck. And it's just... It's always a water truck. Yeah, I didn't even see that. Collected water from, from- the reservoir... To sell water to the rest of to it end it end. ends and then it ends that's the end and I'm like what what the fuck that whole fucking last half an hour of the film was this the supremely worst written film thing I'd ever seen it made no sense like it wasn't funny Ugh. like so my final thoughts okay Lay it this on is me. not a fantasy film it, the disease is basically I looked it up it's it's a disease that's called uh, I can never necro necrotizing fasciitis or fasciitis, uh-huh. which is like people are like it is exactly basically this disease. It's yeah. exactly the same. So it's based on a real disease, which is gross. Yeah, like and I there was no payoff for being in a horror movie. They didn't like at least have it at the very last of it. They explode. Yeah, you know, make make give it a thing that it's not a real disease. Like that just makes it, and, and it, I mean as, today as well, it makes it a little bit more relevant with like, all, like we're living in pandemics and stuff like that. But it was just basically an hour and a half of watching people get sick, mm-hmm. and but and not it, in a way that was interesting or funny or creative. It was just like ah, oh, they're just people that are sick. Even then, while I was watching it, it isn't until the last half an hour that they get sick. And start deteriorating. All of this happens in the last half an hour. Well, the first girl gets sick for the whole film. But like I said, the no, timeline... she's walking out into the tool shed at the thirty, the last 30 minutes. Because I was like, there are 30 minutes left to go and she's now just walking out into the tool shed. It's yeah. bullshit. It just... Yeah, yeah, the pacing was wrong. The scenes were pointless. So many pointless scenes. Like, so many, like, fillers of them just, like... Which I feel like... It could have had a point, and it may have in the script, but they mm-hmm. just might have edited it out or just acted it real badly. Oh, but- Ryder Strong's acting was disgusting where he sat, sits down with the kid and he's like, put it there. Yeah, put it there. I'm reading the lines. Yeah, so that seemed, and it just went on and on. Like that ending bit, and I'm like, okay? Like, do you? Anyhow, I gave it. What did you give it? Okay, so I I mean, look, I am going to say just so I can be on the slight defensive for a directorial debut, he did what he did. And I probably couldn't do what he did. So kudos to him for doing what he did. You sure? He got like... It's super hum- problematic. He had $1.5 million. Yeah, okay. Uh, to start like, to do this film. I mean, mean 1.5 is-, is not much money. But no. then again... That's a micro budget now. Oh yeah, it's a micro budget, but it also felt like a micro budget. Yeah. It like it was like, you know, it, they had a cabin, they had to hire that, and they had these actors, which they probably, you know, you know what I mean. Kind of had to pay for them. Didn't he make Detroit Rock City? No, no he didn't. He just make got it. the cast. Yeah, 
Um, it, it is a very interesting representation of how people do react. So you've got the guy that's just gone insane. You've got the guy who started out as a dick, but then he's like hiding the fact that he's sick. You've got the other guy who's just like, no, fuck this. I'm going to go bail. Yeah, they had, they had like the tropes of good characters, but they just, they just weren't very well done. Every I'm character. honestly surprised. So, you know, when this time last year when the pandemic hit and Contagion was like the number one streamed film. I thought Outbreak would have been. Out, sorry, Outbreak and Contagion. Yeah, and the pandemic there. video board game went, like, went really yes, good. Yes, Plaguing. Um, but this wasn't anywhere to be seen at all. So that sort of goes to show you how well that's done. Look, I gave this a W. It is a whatever. <sighs> Yeah, it is a whatever. Like, right. whatever, man. Like, don't even make this film. Don't even I watch it. It's no, it, it could almost this. be a McConaughey. It, yeah, it, it is teetering on the McConaughey. So I remember watching this um, when it first came out, and I remember the Empire Actually, it's magazine. more of a Kesha. It's a low-budget hot mess because it is low-budget. I, I feel that it's a combination of all three. All three. It got a fucking LMNOP. Because I will not rewatch this anytime soon. W-K-M. Hmm. Um, Wickham. Um, Wickham. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to rewatch this anytime soon. And Ever. Don't. Yeah. Don't. I just, I remember when this came out and Empire Magazine did like a whole thing and it was like a don't sit next to Dennis and you got all these band-aids and stuff with it. And I'm like, that was cool. but Cool marketing. Yeah, yeah. I understand that. You were saying that Peter Jackson loved it. Yeah. So Peter Jackson stopped production of The Lord of the Rings Return of the King three times to screen this movie for the entire crew. He was so enthusiastic about the film that he gave Eli Roth publicity quotes. It's so weird because, like, he has made clearly so much better violence with, like, like uh, with Brain Dead. Mm. Like the the Brain Dead violence was clearly eons above it. Like yeah. even bad taste was above it. Yeah. And apparently, like, the pancake scene was made up during the filming. Of course. Like every other scene. Exactly. Because Eli Roth saw the kid practicing taekwondo during a break and he discovered that he was a real-life black belt. So he decided to add the scene to give this kid a chance to show off what he could do. Sure. Is that nice? I don't know. I don't know. It definitely made your film irrelevant. He also got the idea for the movie while working in Iceland on a horse farm. He got such a bad skin infection from the rotting hay in the barn that his face broke out in sores uh, that bled and peeled off when he shaved. So he basically had chickenpox. Oh, no. <laughs> exactly. And he didn't take it any further because like, the idea is this like, the idea of this film, like, okay, I'm going to pitch this to you. People get sick. Oh, I mean, and then, what, and son what, of a bitch. I and mean. then what happens when they get sick? They die. <laughs> you crazy son of a bitch. I'm in. Yeah, 1.5 million. There you go. Oh Make God. it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's to me, that's all it was. Um, anyhow, that's yep. it. That's done. You don't have to watch this film ever again. And we're never watching the remake. And if you try to make me watch the remake, I'm just going to say I no. Am, no, I'm not going to watch the remake. I'm going to go no. It's no. my choice now. It is. What are we going to watch? I'm excited. Well, I'm gonna watch, we're going to watch something that's good mm-hmm. for a change. <laughs> oh, come on. We're going to watch Beetlejuice. Yes. I just want to watch Beetlejuice, comedy horror, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a film I was obsessed with as a young kid. Uh, yep. It's got gore in it. It's got clay animations in it. It's got comedy. It's got everything. It's, <laughs> it's got, got Michael ghosts. Keaton. It's got parallel, like, you know, yeah. poltergeist worlds. It's got uh, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin? Who's he? He's the guy. Is he the main guy? Not Beetlejuice, but he's the the husband. Yeah, is it? Yes. 
No. Hell, he does not look like Jack Donaghy. No. Yes. Is it really? Yes. And watch it right. Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a film I reckon they are going to remake. They, I, well, they've talked about it. Have they? Yeah. Um, I reckon they're going to remake Gremlins soon as well. There's some weird Gremlins merchandising coming out. Well, there's a TV series oh, okay, that's, that's coming. It. The Mogwai series is animated. It's going to be, I think, I, know, I don't care about that. Netflix. That's but... bullshit, motherfuckers. <laughs> we'll see. Anyhow, Beetlejuice. I don't know what year it's from. It's from the best year. Like 1986, five. Some shit. That year. We'll I was it obsessed out. with this film. I loved gore and anime, like just cool characters. The idea of like there's like people in the wait, the the waiting room of the death waiting room yeah. is just such a good scene. Like there's all these because when you die, you just stay massacred up, and they're yeah. just like waiting. Oh, it's funny. Yeah, I, 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 yeah I'm so excited. Anyway, <laughs> thanks, guys. You've been listening to Terrorvision Horror Podcast with Dan and Jennifer. We are available on all major podcasting services and also on the YouTubes. But no matter where you choose to consume us, please make sure to hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment or a review, and make sure you share with all your friends. You can interact with us on both Facebook and Instagram at Terrorvision Pod. It'll keep you up to date with upcoming episodes, trivia, and of course, memes that are 100 three years old by now we also have an email terrorvisionpod at gmail.com and our opening and closing music is void swell by sister wife and remember until next week may all your dreams be bad dreams <laughs> <laughs>